Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I'm Renee Coman, once again sitting in Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey, man. What is going on here? Oh, you know, we're right here in the the seam between the summer and uh, and when everything gets going in New Orleans. Oh, yeah? Well, I mean, it seems like it's kind of the lull before I, the storm or something. Be, well, yeah. Well, there's no storms out there. Well, there? Uh, figuratively speaking, just, yeah. uh, you know, you start having festival season, Manny, you know, how, how oh, that goes. God. How's that? What, I thought that was in the spring. Well, I mean, season. really, you know, once, once uh, like mid-September hits or you know that you start having an event every couple of weeks and an event every week they have uh like uh, the the barbecue blues festival whatever it's called that's a jazz fest affiliated festival oh. that comes up in uh, in october there or september oh, not sure you. exactly when but oh. uh you know and you start having all the halloween the, events and yeah, all that the stuff weather's not going to cool down any it's going to still be in the 90s in October. Yeah. That's the forecast. Well, I mean, November. just just as it's as it's uh, uh, cooled down from 100 to having like a high of 91 already, that feels like such a, a relief, don't you think? Not for me. No? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, it's, if you're in the shade uh, at, at like, you know, 89 degrees uh, and, and the shade, you even get a cool breeze sometimes. Well, blowing. I don't know about that because I don't go outside. Right, right. I don't know. Well, if you're inside, is. it's always cool, right? Yeah, I, mean, I know. But that's why I'm not going to any festival. Okay, well, you never go, even if it's cool. But uh, yeah, I'm not going. But yeah, so that's uh, we're just kind of. Uh, I have one gig out of town uh, this weekend, going up to uh, uh, Arkansas to play a festival date with Lynn Drury. Oh. Um, uh, well, now, how's he doing? Uh, Lynn, Lynn's doing fine. She's she's got a terrific record that we recorded. That's all mixed and sequenced, and uh, she's. She's making plans for the release of the first single. I guess she's going to reel out several uh, singles over the course of the next uh, few months, uh, culminating with the release of the entire uh, album. Now, and where can people get this record or album? Um, you know, what's the difference between an album and a record? Well, it's uh, to me, those are, are interchangeable uh, uh terms in, in terms so of like So why does the Grammy say album of the year and record of the year? Uh, well, I think when they say record of the year, they mean like a single. Ah. Oh. But album would be the collection. But, oh, but yeah, I okay. use those terms, record a new record. I mean, now usually people record albums when they, when they that's, that's what I always think of when I, when I use that term. But, you know, people talk about my new record is coming out. And, you know, in the old days, that just meant a single, one song or I gotcha. you know, two songs. I got gotcha. you. Well, so yesterday we uh, we observed a, a national day of uh, of mourning, uh, observing a national tragedy. Right. September 11th. Yes. My birthday. Oh yes, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. So you're so. the big six zero. I am. Yeah. <laughs> you're right behind me. Yeah. I well, I don't know if I'll make it. Oh yeah, you only got a month to go, but yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I that might be a little optimistic. Yeah, it was nine eleven and. Uh, they had My, all these anniversaries. Right, right. So I had. But you uh, know what's mm -hmm. funny? What's that? Uh, as I read over the weekend, that there's a a, a, a survey that 
Jet Blue Air, you know Jet Blue Air? Sure, yeah, yeah. They were voted uh, the most favored airline for like nine years in a row. Mm-hmm. And they are good. I've flown them. Yeah, I, I, them. I, I enjoy like them uh, JetBlue. Seem to have pretty modern planes. And uh, but you know, was uh, uh, voted the worst airline. What's that? Nine Eleven Air. Okay, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, Nine Eleven Air. <laughs> yeah, That's uh, a horrible name for an airline. Right. You know? Yeah, they're very spotty. Uh, yeah. Record. You know, I, I don't know why they called their airline that. Yeah, yeah. It but, seems yeah. like they could have come. It reminds up with something me of better. the, uh, the you know the horrible things that happened. Yeah, I you think know. everybody would remind yeah. you that. How could it not? Yeah, you know, and because uh, I remember uh, 9-11, I was looking for my brother through metal and blood and stone and all that in the streets of New York. Hmm. And he was in San Francisco. So <laughs> Okay, so you yeah, I was looking <laughs> really for had, a, yeah. had a, had a uh, tall yeah, order there. Yeah, 9-11 Airlines. I, I'm not going to fly that. Yeah, they're yeah, actually I'd, worse than uh, Spirit, apparently. Right. Well you, know? well, you know, I saw in the in the paper today that actually uh, I think JetBlue is is making moves to buy Spirit. <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to work out. Hopefully, uh, you know, some of JetBlue's uh, uh, high service uh, uh, Spirit though is cheap. I'll give you that. Well, they are cheap, and they are yeah, cheap. Jet, JetBlue started off being cheap as well, and uh, but and they were I don't know. I guess it's the way they managed the whole thing. They were cheap, and they maybe didn't have a, a service fact, to I a lot of. I was looking over the weekend. Okay, I ahead. found a uh, a round trip to Los Angeles on Spirit Airlines. For fifty-five dollars, hmm. round trip, non-stop. Okay. On Spirit Airlines, so I don't know if you got a seat or anything like that, or you just have to hang on to the you wing. Just have to hang on to the wing or something. <laughs> I have no idea. But I, what I found curious was this was a round trip to Los Angeles for fifty-five dollars, but their round trip to Vegas, which is a shorter distance. Was a hundred and thirty dollars. Hmm, okay. So I don't understand that logic. Maybe that's why they're not a very good airline. I, I have no idea. Well, you know, then when you fly Spirit, you have like a, a thirty dollar fee to to bring like yeah, a backpack I, I, on the plane. Right. With you well, they, a, they they get you that so they get way. You every yeah, yeah it's a yeah. whole lot of uh, a la carte charges. That that, yeah, but I'm not flying anywhere anytime soon. Right. Right. So you I don't, don't want to really leave. Care. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, 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 I'm, uh, I, I went and had a, yesterday I had to have a, uh, uh, procedure done. Hmm. Okay. And, um, Where I'm was not going to disclose much of it because it's no one's fucking business. Yeah, I had a procedure myself, but, uh, you know, um, a medical procedure or yeah, a, oh, okay. it was a medical procedure. And when I made the appointment a month ago after I had my physical, because our doctor, our doctor... Staff physician. Yeah, he right. suggested that I have this done because he wanted to see what was going on. Okay. I'd so like I made this appointment. Trust him. And, uh, you know, they ask you all the questions. You know, are you still at this address? Do you still have this insurance? Do you still have this? But then the last question was they wanted to know what my religion was. Hmm, okay. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Church of Satan. 
I was like, I have no religion. What, what kind of question is that? What difference does that make? Right. I guess maybe, yeah. uh, you know, if you become uh, 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 unable to speak no, for yourself. Call a priest or something? Right. They want to know if you go into cardiac arrest, they need to administer last rites to you or... Uh, no. You know, I told them I have no religion. Or a witch doctor. You know, mm-hmm. so don't ask me that question again. Did you tell him you, you uh, look to Al Davis as your uh, higher power? Well, no, I didn't say that because okay. they wouldn't have gotten that. Right, right, They wouldn't right. have gotten it. But so, but I just found that curious that uh, they would uh, ask what my religion was. <laughs> oh, no, the old man's here. <laughs> Old man on Dave the, yeah. lost the light. The, the sun went down. He had to climb down off the roof. I, I saw that big pile of uh, corrugated metal across the street. I was like, oh, I wonder where that came from. And then, uh, then I see Dave up on the roof. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Dave's going to be a very, very. Man, man, he put all that metal there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave's going to be a very, very rich man soon. Oh, okay. Very rich man. Yeah, I think you are, man. All right. I think. <laughs> oh, no, you know what I'm talking about. You, I'm not going to mention it right, right now, Matt, but Matt, man, he's yeah. playing coy here. Yeah, okay. he's uh, you know the king of Oak Street is going to be the the uh, what's higher than king? I guess oh, no. I don't know the god of Oak the Street, emperor. He's, emperor he, he, of Oak he, he Street. He does have he's the clempire. He's yeah, running here, he's so gonna, he's going to well, look. Dave works so hard, you know. You can tell the the owner. He's the guy with the with the plunger in his hand going into the bathroom when it's stopped up. He's well, the guy. That's an everyday occurrence guy, at this point. Guy up on the yeah. on the roof in the back uh, pulling uh, fifteen layers of tar paper off of a roof that hasn't been uh, totally redone in fifty years. Right. Anyway, so. Local news is that we have a new chief of police. I saw her. Did you did you see her speaking on television I, yesterday? I heard her. I didn't see her. Right. I heard on the radio. She her. must be a, a woman in her 70s or something. Yeah, she looks. Uh, she sounds like fucking really old woman. S- sounds like a, an old librarian yeah, or something. She sounds like a, someone who's going to do the McConnell Free soon. <laughs> it's a little bit of a shake in her voice, yeah. a little bit of a quiver in her voice. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know how proud she should be about being the chief of police of the city of Oakland. Right, she came from, yeah, from Oakland. You know, I don't, I, their crime is just as bad as here. So, uh, you know, it's Latoya's call. Well, um, she did it. Uh, we'll see what happens. She still has to get the approval of the city council. Right. And uh, But I did not, I don't know what she looks like, but she did sound like really old. She sounded like... Uh, Really old. Yeah, so. she's got uh, you know like salt and pepper kind of a wedge cut, short hair, oh, yeah. uh, granny glasses. Uh, she was a, a a lawyer for like thirty five years. I heard. Okay, and then so went, she went knows how to deal okay. with uh, both sides of the uh, of the, the blade of grass. Right. You want to call I, I, th- it. I, th- I think that that. Uh, one, Latoya Cantrell hired her because she feels like she'll be uh, able uh, to run her around. Able to 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 run around, yeah. and and also that this woman might have a soft enough touch to get the uh, consent decree lifted, which right. Latoya really wants that. The yeah. the Before uh, she, uh, New Orleans Police Department's been operating under a federal consent decree from yeah. a, a judge put on them like yeah eleven years ago or something. They're supposed right. to, but. Uh, so they're, they're, they they still haven't been able to comply. So, well, yeah, I, you know, uh, yeah, maybe she'll be able to reason with that uh, the judge who's heading that whole decree thing. We, but yeah, you know, the politicians are out, and we have an election coming up soon. 
Well, you know, we had a. Well, you have something on that? No, go so, ahead. Uh, well, in in crime this week, we had a, a few things happened. One was I saw in the newspaper there's a headline, maybe like on the metro section or something, uh-huh. it said uh, no murders at all this week. Yeah, I, it was I like heard big about news. That the first news. first week this year, we haven't had any murders, and I thought, well. You know, come on, people. You're going to have to do better than that yeah, if you exactly. want to get us back to number one in the U.S. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah it's, it's, I know. That, what's the deal with that? But then again, I just heard on the uh, uh, driving this morning that there was someone murdered in the Holly Grove area last night. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. We've it's it's that that week is over. Yeah, yeah we're, we, we've had we've had more. You know, um, the Saints were playing. You know, it was football uh, week. The LSU was playing, so people didn't want to kill. They just wanted to watch their teams, I guess. I don't know. Right, right. Well, you know, but that's a good thing, I guess. Sure, I no sure. Idea. Take a break. Take a break. Yeah. Well, and uh, another thing in crime, hitting close to the show, our, our former guest, uh, Kyle Malasson, a great drummer for uh, Imagination Movers, uh, oh, several other yeah. bands in town. He was uh, getting out of his car. Right on Carrollton Avenue, right in, in a, a very busy section of Carrollton, not not far from your house, oh, uh, no. r- just a few doors down from a very popular uh, coffee shop that was open. It was like eight o'clock at night. There's thirty people there. Somebody came up and stuck a gun in his face and carjacked him. Oh no! Got his car, had his drums in the car, his glasses, his phone, all that guy just, you know, uh, took the car and. Anytime you have somebody point a gun at you, you know. Did they, they, did they, did he get his stuff back? He did wound up uh, getting his car back like a day or two later and got his phone back. Actually, he was still in the car. Now, I'm not sure about the drums, but uh, poor guys, you know, for sure traumatized. Did he get some coffee, though, at least that I, night? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He might have been a, a little too jumpy. Maybe some decaf or something. Maybe. To, I don't know. Well, um, it's a city. Earl Grey you know, tea. A fucking sewer pit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but that's too bad. Now, when was he on the show? Uh, he was on the show during lockdown, so okay. we had him remotely. Haven't yeah, had I him in person. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, um, he's a handsome guy. Um, okay, and he was a mover. He he is still an imagination mover. He's played. He was a drummer in Dash Rip Rock at one time. Uh, oh yeah, he's played in a number of bands. Uh, great drummer. Yeah. And a uh, very capable guy, but man, it's, you know, it's you hear about that stuff happening, but when it happens to somebody that uh, that you know, well, it's, uh, it's it feels like uh, that could happen. Well, to I don't anybody. really know him. Well, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. you know him. But uh, anyway, we're getting towards the governor's elections. They've had some debates and stuff like that. Right. And um, I've been seeing this commercial for the front runner. Uh, Jeff Landry. Oh, yeah. It's going to be big trouble for New Orleans. Yeah, big trouble. And another reason I will not vote for him is that the, the commercial says Jeff Landry's parents, his mom was a teacher, and his father was a man of faith. So <laughs> I just think rapists. That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. You have rapists for parents, Jeff Landry. Uh. I'm not voting for you. For that's reason number fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm not sure the, uh, uh, about that, but uh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of things that we can verify that are going to be bad for New Orleans. He's very anti-New Orleans. He comes from, I guess, the Lafayette era. He's a, a real uh, chump, uh, Trump acolyte. He was, yeah. He was one of the the attorney general attorneys general in in the 
well, states uh, suing. Hanging on with Trump might be his downfall, you know? Oh, I don't think so in this state. No, yeah, I, that's true. I, I that's think true. Uh, he's... Uh, you know. But uh, another thing about politics that happened, I know people have been dying and all that. I want to just mention this last week, but mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance. Right. Is that uh, our mayor's, the mayor's husband, our ex-husband, uh, died. Yes. Latoya's husband yes. died. And what was his name? I think it was Jason. Jason. Jason so Cantor, I don't understand. Oh, yeah. They they had a, a, a really horrible breakup and a, a vicious divorce. I mean, did they ever have a divorce? I know I know that the uh, the the police officer that she was allegedly having the affair with at right. the Pontalba apartment that his wife filed for divorce. Oh, okay, from him. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Mayor Latoya's husband um, they had a bad breakup and he didn't pay taxes and she didn't pay taxes. Uh. So they, they, they had this uh, uh, funeral for him, like laying in state at Gallier Hall. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, full what honors. the fuck is that? What the fuck uh, is that about? You know, they're just making it up as they go along, man. You know, it's like, who is this guy and why? You know, anyone that should get that then. You know, maybe, well, you, maybe know, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, the sewage and water board's dog will lay in state. <laughs> okay. You know, the president of the <laughs> sure. sewage and water board's uh, dog will lay in state, you know? Right. It's like Latoya is just, uh, I don't know. She, yeah, she's she's making it up as she goes along, yeah. you know. And yeah, anyway. They're all there crying uh, crocodile tears. Yeah, and, uh, and all that. An array of, of uh, convicted criminals getting and up to speak. And then one of her people now, one of her uh, henchmen is going on trial before those uh, taxpayer uh, flyers that she sent out saying how good a job she did. Oh, right, right, you right. Know, that guy's going down. She's not going to go down, but that guy's going to go down. Yeah, yeah, probably. her communications director, yeah. former communications yeah. director. Yeah, they, yeah. She, he's playing fast and loose with the, uh, the, the working his way around the state ethics yeah, laws, exactly. uh, splitting up yeah. uh, the bids between several. Yeah, I mean, in... It, it, the IRS or the, the the feds would call that structuring when you when you uh, make purchases or, or deposits yeah. that are of a certain that designed to be below a certain threshold that that triggers uh, a reporting that's that's a crime in it in, in and of itself it's, uh, but just like uh, uh, Trump she's like saying it's you know the media it's the uh, it's the left. Who these are all her, personal yeah. attacks. Yeah, personal say. attacks. Is, uh, some of these these attacks are very well. She never will uh, will address whatever the controversy is head on when they say, "Well, you did this or someone did this." What about that? She say all these attacks are very personal, and and yeah. uh, the people of New Orleans know that we're coming in and doing the the good work for them day in and day out, and uh, that's all that matters, and that's who we're working for, not you in the press. And they're like, well. Nobody said any of that. It's, yeah, I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's all you, just a uh, subterfuge here, because right. you won't address the actual uh, the actual issue at hand. Anyway, that's that's uh, that's that's not going to change uh, dur during during her her tenure. Yeah, she's got she's got a couple got more years. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see who comes in behind her. Uh, you know, you got uh, J.P. Morrell, president of the city council. Who I saw at Rouse's last Sunday. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Seems he like seemed a conscientious like a guy. I wanted to you know? talk to him, but he disappeared all of a sudden. Okay. He was wearing a very odd outfit, though. Hmm. You know, it's Sunday, I guess. You yeah. Know, you wake up Stay and off, wear your sure. comfortable Some clothes. Bermuda shorts on, something like that. No, it was... Sandals. I don't know. It was a cross between, like, 80s aerobic gear and um, 
what do I want to say? Like a flash dance kind of gear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, but Wouldn't like, have guessed that. But, but like the facial hair was very like uh, in today's rapper world kind of stuff. I don't know. Hmm, hmm. It was very strange, but okay. he was shopping. And right. he, I, I noticed that, because um, I did see him checking out, he's a coupon guy. He really? likes his coupons. Huh, so, okay. so he had a lot of coupons. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have yeah. guessed that either. Yeah. Do you uh, use coupons, man? It's a I, thing nah, of yours? No. Nah. Yeah, I can't be bothered I myself. can't. No, I, I don't, you know, because I don't get the paper or anything like that. Usually you get the paper, the coupons yeah. come in the Sunday paper. I, th I think they have places where you can, like, download yeah, coupons. Yeah. To, you're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Once in a while, though, like, they'll, when you're getting a, a product at the market they'll have a coupon right on the product yeah yeah I like that it. you'll use those yeah right? I'll do that yeah. but it's usually like buy one get another one half off uh -huh. or just get 10 50 cents off this you know whatever right. I'll do that if I can even remember right. but no coupons no I don't know Food stamps, coupons, it just sounds very ghetto to me. I, I, don't, I don't need that okay. shit in my life right <laughs> You don't now. need that in your life. Yeah. Well, like, fortunately, Except for after, like, after Katrina, I got on some food program because, oh, okay. uh, you know, it helped feed the, the six-month-old baby. That right, we got right, get some formula. Formula, right. cigarettes. Government cheese. You know, <laughs> government cheese. <laughs> sure. Um, but, so anyway, yeah. But... Um, uh, other than that, I, I don't really know what's going on. I've been very busy. I'm very tired. I don't feel very healthy right now. Oh, well. uh, we used to, Our guest has not shown up. Yeah, so this is uh, only the second time in our 240-something episodes that we've ever had a guest actually uh, say that they would be there and so far not show up. Now, I don't want to jump to any conclusions about about his uh him being negligent and not showing up because you know with what just happened to kyle malasa i hope this guest is safe and and uh you know i hope he's hope he's doing all right and we'll have to drill into that if he doesn't show up here uh, we'll just keep going obviously you and i have demonstrated that we uh we we can talk forever um about nothing but uh, uh, I have a bunch of more stuff to, to talk about. Okay. But but, uh, we'll but you haven't heard anything from him. Have not heard anything from him. No, I I uh, I, I got his his uh, cell number so that I could contact him in in case you know we needed to reach him on short notice because I had been using like uh, some kind of direct messenger service with uh, one of the social apps. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I I went to text him just now and I saw that he had his. Uh, his notifications turned off, you know, so he has his phone silence. It's like, well, that doesn't help much to give me your uh, your your number and then turn your phone off. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I hope he's doing all right. We'll uh, perhaps uh, well, he's reschedule. Going to the back of the line. Then. Well, we may reschedule him for next week for you. We'll we'll figure out what the what what the uh, the reason behind and this we'll was. Then we'll drill him. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to have we'll to turn him. on the screws. Well. Uh, uh, something that's that's coming up with me tomorrow, and I've spoken about this before, uh, is I actually have two rounds of fighting City Hall tomorrow. Oh. So the first one is an 11 o'clock uh, uh, hearing with the city attorney over one of the school zone camera 
tickets that I got. Now this is why a tic- do you keep going down that street? Well, it's just it, avoid that street. This was on Canal Street in a section of Canal Street where there are no schools within sight. There's nothing. There's no children. I don't know why. Maybe like a Jesuit is four blocks away on a whole different street. I don't know how how they have a school zone there, but they do. Oh, is it between Carrollton and the cemeteries? It's no. It's between. It's it's about. Uh, it's between uh, Shane Funeral Home and and Carrollton on Canal Street. Uh, so there, well, like what, I said, what street is Shane on? Uh, like uh, Cortez or something. Okay. So there's, like I said, there's no schools there. I don't know why there's a school zone there, but but it is, and they will send you a ticket there. Now I got a ticket there last September. Okay. The, the, t- the ticket I was uh, the the infraction. Now why are you in that neighborhood to begin with? Because I I have two rental properties in oh, that neighborhood, okay. and that's the grocery I go to. You know, right over there. But I, oh. I think for being on Canal Street there, I was probably going to uh, to one of my properties or driving away from it or something. So and I'm I'm in that neighborhood all the time, almost every day. But because uh, you're a slum landlord no, and you're constantly I'm a, fixing things, because I'm a I'm a responsive landlord. Because when people tell me they have a problem, I show up and I deal with it that day. That's not slum landlord behavior. Um, no, I get it. I get it working immediately. Because you do it because you don't want to hire anyone. Well, I do it myself if I can. It it's faster than I could get somebody else there if it's something I can't handle, like an air conditioning repair or something. I have a professional come out there and they deal with it right away. And often I'll go meet them and be there on, on the premises. Do you have a contract with an AC company? I don't have a contract, but I do have a, a an AC guy that my family's been using for years. And this guy is a, a fucking saint, man. He will show up at 10 o'clock at night and deal with a with a downed unit or a, how you know. old is this guy uh, he's uh, about our age i think and your family's been using him for years yeah yeah your parents my parents well first i got him from a friend i started using him i turned my parents on to him they've been using him for years all my siblings use him uh, uh friends use him he's I've, I've recommended him to everybody Anyway, so yeah, I was in that neighborhood. So, so uh, that was like 50 weeks ago that I was that I got the ticket and and disputed it, and they they set a uh, a hearing date for tomorrow. Oh, and I no. couldn't even hardly find all the paperwork associated with this, but I did find the original uh, the infraction letter that they sent me. So, uh, and is this going to be on Zoom? No, no, I'm going to go down there in person. That's oh. that's the way that's that's the way I uh, most effective in person, you know. But uh, so we'll see how that goes to the city attorney. Now, last time I went down there to dispute one, before I ever even got to present any evidence, the guy uh, leaned in and said, hey, look, man, we're just going to dismiss this whole thing. Is that okay with you? And I said, yeah, it's great. It's totally fine with me. He goes, okay, let's do that. So this one, I don't actually have any any leverage uh, with with, uh, disputing it. I I was going too fast now, but I figured well since they threw the other one out just just for showing up, yeah. I'm going to show up and I'm going to say oh you know these things are not calibrated correctly and you know this was so long ago and then see see if they'll uh, just let it let, let me let me go on that one. So then in the after that's uh, 11 in the morning. Then in the afternoon I get to go uh, back to that neighborhood uh, because at, uh, at Delgado Community College they're having the assessment appeal hearings. 
So I have to meet with the uh, representative from the city council, which is acting as the board. You got a lot of time on your hands, don't you? Well, I, this, these are business things I have to take care of, Manny. This is uh, this is not a, a hobby of mine. This these are these are properties I own, or you know, I'm, I'm dealing with them. That's that's what the assessment is. It's uh, it's it's tax uh, a tax assessment that's totally unfair and, and incorrect and. If I just ignore it, then I wind up paying a whole bunch of money that uh, comes out of uh, things. Will you I, let us know how that works? I will. Out for I will. You. I will. I will. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. Well, you know it is, but uh, wh- what else you got to do? You know, it's uh, it's it's something uh, something something that has to be taken care of. Well, Manny, uh, maybe we should take a little break here and uh, get another cocktail, and uh, we can come back and close this thing out if, uh, if nobody shows up. Yeah, I guess so. What time is it? Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's about that time. Yeah, okay. All right, Troubled Nation, you know the drill. We'll be right back. There will be no more sorrow. We're back. Yes. Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Yes. I am Renee Coman, back with uh, our guest still, uh, AWOL. So, again, we, uh, we hope that he's uh, safe and sound out there and uh, that the, uh, the bloodhounds can track him down sooner or later, one way or the other, dead or alive, but hopefully alive. Um, so, uh, yes, we're uh, back here doing some, uh, some podcast housekeeping. Yes. Again, uh, we have the... The uh, Loose Change Fund, we have the, the Patreon Fund, the Loose Change, you can uh, uh, access the Venmo or PayPal links that we have in the show notes of every show, and, uh, and the, the Facebook pinned Facebook page there has those links. Uh, this is a listener-supported operation. Uh, the, the, the corporate sponsorship has fallen off, I'm not surprised, they can't, uh, can't take the edgy... Uh, unpredictable nature of the show oh, I understand really? it I yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If, if, if toyed with with that from time to time they can't really can't really hang fuck with us fuck the corporates man sure yeah I absolutely. deal with them every day absolutely fuck them all. well you know uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Todd uh, Erlinson. Todd Erlinson was 
was the uh, the guy who was in here last week uh, buying us drinks in person. Oh yeah, he's he lives in L.A. Right, Todd. Um, uh, is that the guy? I, I think maybe so. Is yeah. that the guy? He came and and yeah. uh, he, and he and, came to my and job, tracked and, you down yeah. at at, uh, at, at Tulane. At yeah. Tulane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The, He's a good guy. The guest is texting me right now. He's saying that that he uh, had had us down for tomorrow night. He oh, said, uh, really? He said he can run over now. But uh, maybe I should tell him. Uh, let's reschedule. Well, where is he coming from? Uh, I think I don't think he's coming from uh, from anywhere any, close. Anywhere close. Yeah. Tell um, him to fuck off. I'll well, see him next uh, week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll. Can I text him that now? Sure. All tell right, him. Let that. me do that right now. Just tell him that. And while Renee is texting, I will uh, talk about uh, the Musicians Clinic benefit charitable show, the Gong Show. We're doing the Gong Show again. I think it's six years and running now. I am uh, proud to be one of the MCs of the Gong Show. This year, it's at uh, Tipitina's. It'll be September 21st, which is a Thursday. And I don't know if this show will be out by then, but we promoted it last week. And the Gong Show is a fun little thing that we do. And Brian McIntosh started this, and he's a good guy. He raises money for all these musicians who don't have insurance, health insurance. Uh, it's a clinic. Anyway, uh, it's all good. And um, so w- moving on from that. Uh, so you gave the, 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 uh, the date of the yeah, Gong September Show. Yeah, It's going to be a terrific event. It's always so much fun. Yeah. Uh, it brings the, the freaks out of the woodwork. At, at times we had David Turgeon there uh, well, doing something. Well, he's going to be there. All apparently. right. Well, let's... Uh, well, speaking of freaks, you know, uh, the, the guy who was living across the street, Jimmy Chubbick. Yeah, right. You know where he's living now? No. <laughs> at your house? <laughs> no, no. Dave told me this a couple days ago. Apparently, they got him a room at the London Lodge on airline. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know who's paying for it. And I told Dave, I told Dave last time, I remember the first time I drove by the London Lodge on airline was when, I think the first year I lived here, and I was going down airline, and I was in the passenger seat. I think I was with either my girlfriend, now wife, or I was with Carlo Nuccio. Right. Going down airline, but I was in the passenger seat, and in front of the London Lodge Motel, there was this fucking crack whore who was dressed basically in Levi shorts and a uh, 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 like a Confederate flag T-shirt, and I went <laughs> and I That's went an appealing look. Yeah, and and I went, hey baby, just for fun, because she uh-huh. was, she was walking back and forth. She was right. looking to, she was looking to, you know, score some crack, get some money for crack. And she she looked at me because Carlos slowed. I think it was somebody, Carlo or my my wife slowed down, and 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 she went like, she went. <laughs> Put her, her tongue in between her fingers <laughs> and started going back and forth. And I was like, Yeah, you'll, you'll get paid later. I'm sure. That. <laughs> That's a very appealing but yeah, come on. Jimmy Chubbuck, who we wanted to get on the show, is living at. Maybe our, our friend over there, Dave, might be able to tell us how he got over right, there. Right. Well, London Lodge was uh, the headquarters of Carlos Marcello, uh, a reputed mob boss mm-hmm. of, of New Orleans. 
Orleans and the whole region, whole and it's Gulf been used South in region. Movies. It's been used in quite a few movies. Yeah, I think they used it in that uh, that one that your wife worked on. Uh, was that Runaway, Runaway Jury? Ju- yeah. I think they used that as a set there. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jimmy Chubbuck, he I, I was going to bring him up in this segment because uh, I got a, a message from someone this week saying uh, Jimmy Chubbuck wants your number. <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, Jimmy must be warming up to uh, to, to come on the show. So that's encouraging. And uh, I thought maybe I would see him there. He wants your the, room number, The empty basically. lot. <laughs> so just don't give him my address. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just don't show up on my doorstep. Maybe we can get him to the gong show. Maybe that would be fun, yeah. too. Get him and Dave Turgeon. Ooh, together. boy, maybe like a dog and a cat in a, in a box together. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I don't know. It would be great uh, entertainment. They won't get gonged. No, no, no. I'd I'd watch that. Well, you know, I'll, I'll show up to see uh, Turgeon anytime because he's well, a he's an entertaining character. He's supposed to be there, and uh, usually back when they used to do slut. The, when they used to do the show in the Marini, the benefit they'd have goats there. In an, in an you, you mentioned that I don't remember the goats. Was that to, it was a petting component or something? Well, people want to touch goats. Turgeon brought a few goats. Huh. Well, he's kind and of a hillbilly now. Brought, he yeah, lives out there in Lafayette. And they would go in and out of the club and wander around the streets. Now, uh, now goats are very sweet. They're kind of like big dogs or something. You know, they're generally fairly they uh, eat docile. Anything, they eat they? anything, yeah. but they're 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 they're. You know, pretty right, yeah, pretty gentle animals. You know, yeah. I guess I don't. I don't know, but I remember. But uh, apparently, this year there will be no goats because Tipitinas doesn't want goats in their. Menu. Okay, getting uppity on us. Um, yeah. And but there might be some goats outside. We'll see. Uh, okay, you I got don't. The know. levee right there. You could, yeah, uh, let you them have put them grazing. On the levee, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll go to Rouse's and go to Forty Five <laughs> Chop. They can do all that. Over there, put them yeah. on the neutral ground. They got a yeah. big, big, wide neutral ground. Yeah, there. Um, but should, it should be a great event. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'll probably. Uh, it starts at eight o'clock. Doors opens at seven. I'll probably pass out by ten. Okay, that's usually my because it's it's good. The lineup this year of, of acts to be gonged or not be gone is. Uh, quite a lot of acts okay it's good it'll be a marathon yeah it's gonna be and uh just like uh every year uh, we're just gonna wing it as far as you go on next no you go on next no you know that kind of right. stuff you don't really so. have much stage management well we there. used to, we used to with will smith but i don't think he's gonna be there this year no, so okay and the problem like i told the, the producers of the show we don't get like a dress rehearsal and that's a problem Sure. If yeah, we had so a dress rehearsal, thing would things would run much smoother. It's all ad hoc, right? Yeah, right in the moment. It's wing it, baby. Right, right. You know. Well, just during the time we've uh, been doing these, uh, since we came back from the break, our our guest has uh, our our proposed guest has uh, shown up. Uh, apologized uh, profusely. Is and, he here? Well, no, on on oh, on, on, on my phone oh, okay. and rescheduled for next week. So, oh, okay. So uh, he's he, he he will we will have our this guest. Uh, well, maybe we shouldn't show up next week. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm we'll pull just, a fast one. Yeah, pull right. a fast one on him. <laughs> just say, oh man, yeah, okay, turn, whatever. Turn about his fair yeah, play. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. Did we finish the the housekeeping notes? I think you have so. The, the, we we gave Todd. You know the Todd Erlinson. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, the, and the, the Patreon page, right? I think we did all that. Okay, stamps, and right, the right. Shoes. <laughs> S and H green stamps. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Uh, well, so an animal related, you're talking about the goats, saw this, uh, you know, I like to scan the newspaper. Sometimes mm -hmm. the, the briefs from the wire reports, I like those. They'll have some, some odd things yeah. turn up. So this is one from uh, Irvine, California, not, f oh, not far yeah. from your old stomping grounds, I guess, huh? It's a little um, far. All right. <laughs> you it's wouldn't, wouldn't want so to I, I, walk there. Yeah, sure, sure, no, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, so it turns out there's a, a pit bull puppy. Oh, no. That police believe got into its owner's fentanyl stash. Oh. And he was administered an overdose-reversing drug. <laughs> and he is recovering, oh. officials said. Now, the, the dog's owners, a man and a woman, were arrested and could face charges, including drug possession and animal cruelty. Now, they said uh, the incident began with a consensual encounter between the couple. I don't think they're talking about sex. I think uh, between the couple and police. Okay. So where the, the couple had, had uh, voluntarily engaged the police outside of Walmart. Okay, that, that's all making sense so far. Uh, said the, the, the female said, uh, the woman in this case, not the dog, said, uh, oh, I think my dog is overdosing. And she said she knew the symptoms because it was the second time the dog had overdosed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the, you know, you read these things like, okay, all right, that's all making sense. And then like one line will tip the whole thing over for me. <laughs> it's like that scene in Boogie Nights. Remember that movie Boogie Nights? Yeah, yeah, great towards movie. The, towards the beginning of the movie where they're having a pool party where... Uh, Dirk Diggler's introduced to the whole scene and stuff, mm -hmm. and there's a couple of big shot producers there with Burt Reynolds, and this guy and gal come, this big guy and gal come, and he gives her some coke, and she starts to go into like cardiac arrest, uh -huh. and the guy who gave her the coke goes, man, this is the second time this week this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the big shot producer goes, you think you're getting some good stuff, man? You think you're getting some good stuff? You fucking idiot. Get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> it's a great scene. That is a great scene. So uh, the police say it wasn't immediately clear how the dog would have been exposed to the drug, but uh, you know this drug is so much more powerful than heroin. They go on and say, I uh, said, uh, you know, if they're using drugs in the car, we can only speculate. So, anyway. Well, you know, you know, it's funny because mm -hmm. you bring that up because I was uh, leaving, uh, uh, doing my grocery shopping last Sunday. And they, there was a table set up. These two women were trying to raise funds for fentanyl awareness in this city. Apparently, 30 people a week are dying from fentanyl in this city. Really? 30 people a week are dying. Holy moly, man. So... You know, we've got young kids, and, uh, I yeah. gotta, you know, and I know lots of people with young kids, and it's a dangerous, dangerous thing, man. It's it's more. It's like, you know, tar heroin was addicting, and, you know, heroin's addicting, but this but shit... But safer than, yeah. than having... Uh, well, and even when they talk about these things as being overdoses, I don't even think of them as overdoses, yeah. because, like, if you take, like, 50 Percocets... yeah. And die, that's an overdose. Yeah. If you take one Percocet that is actually poisoned or, or, yeah. or, or laced with fent has so much fentanyl in it yeah, that that dead, one thing yeah. is, is deadly, yeah. that's a poisoning. That's yeah. not an well, overdose. Well, you know, my daughter who graduated this past spring from high school during Mardi Gras, and I think at the end of the year for homecoming too, they gave out those uh, resuscitation kits to Narcan. Every, yeah, yep. they gave them out during Mardi Gras. You're going to be out there, 
you know someone who's you see that they're you know OD and give them this. So she's got like two or three of those kits. That's that good, they've man. Given them because because you, know? it, it, you know if, if if that's happening to somebody, I can save their life, and yeah. there's really nothing dangerous about it. You know, if, no. if you happen to be wrong, it's not going to kill anybody. Right, know? right. So yeah, that was like a big thing, and I was like, I was. <laughs> Uh, it was like, well, I'm very, I'm very concerned about this. I was talking to these women, but I said, I don't have any cash. I, I don't carry cash anymore. Who carries cash right. anymore? And all of a sudden, they brought out the Venmo thing and the slide the card thing and all this kind of stuff. I go, well, I don't do Venmo or anything like that. Sure. And they go, well, here we could just, you know, you have a debit card. I go, it's expired. You know, <laughs> my wife doesn't let me carry. Yeah, anymore. yeah. I got coupons. Right, that's basically what I have. You right take S and H green. Yeah, stamps. exactly. But yeah, it's a huge thing. Thirty, thirty people. Oh, it's a terrible. Week. Man. It's terrible. Yeah, it's it's you know, crazy look, going nuts. You go through like Prince. That's how we lost Prince. You know, he was yeah. like scoring some something off the street they thought was real, and they look real. They're counterfeit and they're deadly. I think same thing with. I mean, I don't, if if this is not the case you know please don't uh uh sue me but uh i think tom petty same kind of deal you know just oh really yeah 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 it's, i uh, thought he had like liver problems or something no i think uh well i don't know i don't want to speak out of, out of out of turn but he's I, got a you know he has a uh well he did have but he has a, a great radio show on sirius xm tom petty did oh it's a fabulous show he, he, he's a heroic character man if They're, you get it's called Tom Petty's Buried Treasures. Okay. And it's all funk, R&B, rock and roll. Hmm. And he plays tracks or records uh, <laughs> right, right. from 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond, man. It's a really good show. I don't know yeah. if you, you're a subscriber to Sirius Radio. I, I, I don't. I don't have that. But but. Uh, but it's a really and you know I don't. I don't know when he died. When did he die? Like five, six years ago. Yeah, could it be? Could be at this point. Yeah, maybe four or five. But I think this right. show was going on for a good five, six years, and then he got ill. Yeah, I'm sure. But it's a it all, really, really good radio show. Well, have you seen the the Bogdanovich documentary on Tom Petty? No, I haven't. It's like maybe four and a half hours long. Oh, gosh. But when it's over, you wish it was an hour and a half longer. Oh, really? It's so good. And the Bogdanovich guys, is still alive? I mean, this this movie is oh. was done when Tom Petty was still alive. Oh, okay. So this is they were everybody right. was alive when when this was done. But it's so good. Tom Petty is such a heroic character, man. The, his behavior throughout his entire career, the way he dealt with people personally, the the stance. And he, he was took. from Florida, from all from that. Florida, yeah, man. He's crazy. Yeah, you know he's. Uh, we don't uh, like Florida, man. Yeah, but uh, I, I like Tom Petty, man. It's really. When Tom Petty died, I remember somebody saying, "Well, that's the last thing the the right and the left could agree on." <laughs> we all liked Tom yeah. Petty, you know. <laughs> that's, that's now that's gone. <laughs> well, I remember back in the early '90s, I was invited to a dinner party at a restaurant, and my friend J.K. Who was friends with Pete Wise okay. and, and uh, Matt Tecchio. Uh huh. JK was this guy that hung around all of us, the two free students. I've heard the name before. Yeah. Johnny Carson, we call you know, JK. He was a chili pepper friend, uh -huh. a Thelonious Monster friend. There was a dinner party that JK said, You got to show up for. You got to show up for. And it was at some Thai restaurant on Sunset Boulevard. And 
I got there right when it was ending the dinner party. Uh-huh. But it was Tom Petty, uh, Johnny Depp, and who was he dating? That Kate Moss. I think, right. At the time. Okay. J.K. was there, and there was a bunch of other people there who oh, I can't remember. Um, but I was invited. Right. But this is like early '90s. And I got there, and I'll never forget. He was a very gracious guy, Tommy. I, I got introduced to him. He said, "Hi, Bob. You know, you missed dinner. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, uh, you know, I was probably on Alvarado Boulevard at yeah, the time. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah um, he got sidetracked. But I'll never forget, though. I, you know, sometimes you see these beautiful actresses or models, and then you finally see them in person, and they like, you're like. Yeah, they're not that great looking. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll never forget when I was a kid in the late 70s, my uncle took me to Hollywood Park to go to the horse races. And that's when Farrah Fawcett was huge. I thought you were going to say Secretariat, but go ahead. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) No, Secretariat was put to pasture by then. Okay. Um, But Farrah Fawcett was huge. It was like 1980 or something. My uncle used to take me to the track a lot, taught me how to bet on the ponies. Um, (laughs) We saw um, Farrah Fawcett. Huh. She was. He had a box. My uncle had a box. Uh-huh. And put, she was. Put the mic right. right she was yeah. in the box next. Oh, a couple down, and both of us. Everyone's going. There's Ferris Fox. You know, she had uh-huh. the poster, Charlie's Angels. Right. All right. that stuff. Now, and did you have that poster? Just to side. My brother had that poster. Oh, okay, my right. older brother had that okay. poster, and he, he would hold it with one hand. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get the picture. Yeah. Um, and then he went to the army, and he hold other things with one hand. Anyway. Um, my uncle and I, because I was like 15, I think, maybe, and we both looked at her, because everyone's going, Farrah Fawcett's there, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we both looked at, at her, then we lo- looked at each other and we're going, she's not that good looking. Really? She, didn't, yeah, she, didn't translate in real yeah, life? Yeah, she's like, okay. you know, sometimes the camera adds features, you know, well, sure, I don't know. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. How the way people can uh, cut yeah, the light uh, with yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, it adds a few pounds to her, because, you uh-huh. know, because on that poster, she looked like she had a good-looking rack. Mm, I don't think so. I well, think she looked pretty thin in that well, poster. Yeah, yeah, but she was, it, well, she was way thinner in person. Yeah. You know, but fast forward to this dinner party. Um, Kate Moss. I, Kate Moss. I mean, you look at her, and she was gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, she was just gorgeous. It was just like, you know, you look at, I was just looking at her going, Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. You're getting hypnotized uh, yeah. by the by the physical yeah. presence. Putting my tongue back in my uh-huh. mouth with my fingers. <laughs> yeah. And okay, um, well, that's good to know. Yeah, and uh, but that was like that's my uh, Tom Petty story. That's all I got. Okay. But if Nation listened to that radio show of his, Tom Petty's Buried Treasures, it's amazing. Right show. on, right on. Solid recommendation. Something Manny likes. Um, well, you know, I saw Kate Moss. I guess she has a daughter, full-grown daughter now, who's uh, uh, hitting the runways as a model. Saul Moss. Maybe that's an odd name, yeah. but who knows? No, I just uh, not that I follow uh, her. I just happened to see it. So, who does she have a baby with? Not Johnny Depp. Uh, not Johnny Depp. No, I don't know. I mean, the girl's good looking, you know. So it's, it wasn't it wasn't any kind of troll that she uh, she had the right. baby with. I wouldn't yeah. Imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how uh, celebrity Hollywood, the models and all that. It, I guess it's it's all in the eye of the beholder. If you think what you know, wow, that's really hot. That's really beautiful. He's really handsome, you know. Because there's, I mean, there's been uh, uh, like I remember when I uh, hung with River Phoenix, mm-hmm. and he was a troubled soul, but 
He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, I was going to say, he's yeah. a good-looking boy in yeah. person, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, you know, I sit next to him, and I was standing next to him and going, man, you know, maybe some of that will rub off on me. I don't know. I, I have no idea. He was a good-looking kid, man. Yeah, yeah, I can you imagine. Know. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, he went too fast but, yeah uh, it's, it's tough it's man. all it's, it's all uh, it's all what it is uh any we got anything else to talk yeah, about Yeah, one more thing okay. uh you know former guest uh i know a favorite of yours jude acres the man oh. in the red beret uh you know when we first had jude on uh yes. back at the ring room back in the very early days of the troubled men yeah, podcast he was one of the first guest yeah he? he was very early guest and he's insane, that guy. He's he's got a lot of energy. Yeah. He came out. I remember he he said uh, had 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 material for both of us. He had yeah, a lot of shit to was, say to me. Had like a lot of shit to say to you. Psychotherapy session. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He he got me way back in my feelings. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. He said something about Manny the Clown. <laughs> right. Well, he, he also he also if I remember correctly he. He wanted to, me to describe something that I remember as a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. The, the question, and we used it for a little while. I was like, uh, Manny, Manny Chevrolet. Yeah. That's how, Manny Chevrolet. Yeah. One time when one teacher yes. ever said anything to you that changed your life, completely right. yeah. changed yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Go. Yeah, go. I know. And it was just like, and I thought. Wait, you know. wait, isn't this our show? Well, that's it. Now, now, if I remember correctly, we, he had a cameraman following him. Right. Around. So that cameraman, Derek Bridges, was okay. in the process of making a film. He, about he, him. Uh, about, about Jude's life, which is he's a fa fascinating character. He's crossed paths with all these these people. Bobby Fisher, you know, played, drew Bobby Fisher in the early 70s. Right. Uh, lived in the hate, uh, you know, would have coffee with Janis Joplin and, you right. know, had, a, had a, a, a desk in the, the Coppola family office building, wherever that Zoetrope. was there. Yeah, Zoetrope. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so he's, he's you know, he's, he's lived a very full life. So uh, Derek Bridges has been making this film on him for maybe like 12 years yeah. at this point mm -hmm. you know to, so they finally finished the movie <laughs> okay. so they I never and this is something I used to tease Derek I would say you guys are never going to finish this movie because you enjoy hanging around Jude and shooting so, uh, yeah. this is you don't want it to end and well, so I think he will continue to hang around Jude and maybe shoot more. But they, he actually edited the movie down into a feature-length documentary. Oh, fabulous! Um, I, I got to see a, a cut of it. I'll, I'll, I'll forward you a link to the cut if you care to watch it. But, sure. uh, but uh, it's, it's very coherent. Um, I don't know. He must have thrown away hundreds of thousands of hours. <laughs> <laughs> that he didn't use. Um, now, is he going to have some kind of premiere of it? So, so yes, they're going to have a. Uh, well, they're already ent entering it into a bunch of different uh, film Festival, festivals, yeah. and mm -hmm. and they've been accepted to a few, and they're still still doing that. Now they have a uh, a screening that they're scheduling for I think October, uh -huh. uh, maybe late October, and uh, it's I think tentatively scheduled for this place Zony Mash. They're going to which is. Kind of in mid city a venue, and they're going to screen. Is that a brewery? I it's thought? this brewery with a venue as well. Oh, okay. They have bands play there all the time, and they have they have a big space. So uh, I mean, I'm not sure. We'll 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 give you more details of that as a, as the time gets closer. But uh, and also they're going to do a, a a simul chess tournament where like Jude will. That's how Jude kind of got famous in oh, the chess he's world. Just take on challengers. Is it, like he'll like Jude. 
toured the country after he drew Bobby Fischer. He went out touring the country, playing uh, prisons, libraries, chess clubs, where he would play, you know, twenty-five people at one time, all on boards, all right. against Jude. Then it got into things like uh, thirty people, but Jude would be blindfolded. So he would just have to hold all this in his head, and that's a So Jude could do all the, these kind of uh, these kind of exhibition simul games. So he's going to do one of those. Uh, I think I don't think he's going to be blindfolded, but uh, that, that's going to go on. But uh, we have Jude is going to come up. We have him booked as a guest. Uh, we're going to oh, record God. on uh, early October. It'll be coming out the second week of October. We're going to. Get caught up with Jude and and uh, hear all about this film and the journey of Derek Bridges. Well, uh, we should have Derek on it too. At well, the yeah, same Derek time. is going to come on. He's going to talk about the film for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. We can't, yeah, we can't we just can. have Jude browbeat no, no, us for yeah, an hour. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I'll be overly troubled. But uh, but we actually show up. They used footage from his Troubleman podcast appearance in the film. Oh, really? Yeah, Fabulous. they have us sitting there in the ring room oh, and, and okay. uh, Jude just is talking. Just ripping us to No, Jude's <laughs> talking about his, his life oh, and, okay. and uh, as a child and I, I make some comment God, about I how... I can't remember. I think he, he... I think I talked about a history teacher in eighth grade. Yeah. I think that's what I talked about. Yeah, he uh, he, he got it out of me. I, I don't... You know, it's very hard because... Yeah, I remember certain things well, and for some reason, I guess he's kind of a, a, a guru or Bengali or I don't know, but he, he found that emotion in me to All get right. it out. Yeah, there you go. it was very strange because yeah. I, I hadn't remembered that forever, nice. but uh, but that was kind of funny. Yeah. Well, that's that's the one. Uh now, who is he? I guess I'll save that question for when he's on the show. Right, right. So that's that's the one episode of the show that's on YouTube. If, oh, if anybody okay. wants to get a oh. uh, see what Manny and I look like in action, you can look up Jude Acres Troubled Men podcast on, on YouTube. Oh, and, I'm going to look it up. That's then. the one yeah, episode where the up. whole episode is there in its entirety. Because Derek put it out there. Because right? Derek put oh, it up there. I right, got right, you. Right, I he got filmed you. the whole yeah. thing and put it up. And oh, so, well, fabulous. Yeah, so well, shout out to Derek Bridges yeah. and uh, well, Jude uh, Acres. Yeah. We're so excited that they, yeah. they finally got this done. And uh, Now, they live together, right? No, no, no. They do have some shots of the inside of Jude's apartment in this documentary. Which is worth the price of admission. <laughs> just oh, okay. Just for that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a whole thing, man. Oh, Jude, that there's many exciting. many layers to this. Onion, now, what you know? is the name of it? I think it may be called the Man in the Red Beret. Oh, okay. You know, he's uh, keep okay. keep with the brand. You know, keep it the right. Uh, get, yeah, because he wears keep, that red. He's beret. got the red beret, man, and you can. Well, wasn't he here for our 200th episode? He came. He showed up in the backyard right, for yes. for the 200th episode. That's right. Extravaganza. He yeah. spoke on on the podcast with us. Derek right. was there taking photographs uh, during okay. that time. Well, I'm looking forward to. Jude that. made some bold predictions. I think he said at the time we were the the. Ukrainian war had, had just started, and he said that uh, there would be a nuclear exchange before the end of the year. So I'm glad that that, uh, that prediction turned out not mm. to be cr true. So we'll have to bring that up with Jude and, uh, and see wow. if he has any other bold predictions. Well, Manny, I think we've sewn it all up here. You know, we, yeah. we covered a lot. Well, of, too bad our guest well, got shot and didn't show well, up. Well, but well, fortunately, he's going to survive his wounds, and he'll be here next week. Excellent. So, uh, so right. we're going to get to uh, get to all that uh, reveal. Have a it's a real cliffhanger here. 
But, uh, you know, tonight we've had, uh, you know, all the superstars behind the bar. Uh, Ike. Ike is a, oh, a new, yeah. a new uh, superstar behind oh, the bar here at uh, Snake and Jay's Christmas know, Club Ike. Lounge. Okay. I like Ike. I don't know okay. him either, but I like Ike. I like his pouring on. Uh, okay, well, good. All right, well, so we'll, we'll wrap it up. I hope yeah. you enjoyed this show. It was kind of light and sassy. Yeah, uh, people, people like to hear us speaking, you know. Yeah. Kind of, uh, off the I, I'm sorry if I wasn't very energetic. I'm feeling uh, You're kind great, of, man. It's always great um, to see you. But we'll be we'll be back next week, and yes. the troubled nation knows the drill. Uh, uh, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. Good night. Good night.